0: Hello and welcome back to the Retrovision Dragon's Lair podcast for season 21-22. This is season two of the uh, Dragon's Lair podcast and I'm joined by a new voice and
1: co-host today, Josh Kempton. How you going, mate? I'm good. Going well, thanks, Cameron. Thanks for having me. We had a few prospective co-hosts drop off the radar in the pre-season. Uh, shout out to Harry Grigson and Josh Cuser, but it's good to be here with you.
0: It's a very tumultuous off-season for the Dragon's Lair. There was a bit of coming and going. Lot, yeah, a lot
1: lo- happening behind the curtain. There.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure everyone will find out about the Ins and outs of that over the years, but uh, it's, anyway, it's a pleasure to have you here. We've um, we've got Lemo taking a different role this year, he's on the decks as a producer. How are you, mate? Good, mate.
2: Um, it's good to be, we should clear the air to
0: start. I was considering not mentioning it, but this is the second go.
2: We came in here yesterday to Hen House Studios, um, and you know, new technology wasn't quite used to it, so the um, it didn't quite go through. So we did the whole podcast, but you know, that's, that's death taxes and. Audio uh, technical difficulties on the dragons. We there, should so.
1: emphasise that it wasn't Liam's fault, allegedly, <laughs> according to Liam. But yeah. oh. I think some we yeah. had some equipment malfunction, which yeah. is unfortunate. No,
2: well, it was my fault, but. Yeah, lucky to be expected, new equipment, I didn't really know what's going on, so we, we should be good now. So.
1: Good to be back. It yeah.
0: wouldn't be an episode of the Dragon's Lair without some technical difficulties, um, but anyway, yeah, new season's upon us, so Kemo, you've you've taken on the role as co-host of the Dragon's Lair, got involved a bit, um, can you tell us a little bit about how you how you came to that position?
1: Uh, it's a good question, when Liam asked me to jump on the podcast because he apparently respected my analytical mind from a cricket <laughs> sense, I thought he might have me confused with someone else, but no, nah, um, Look, Cameron. At the moment, I'm a much better spectator of cricket than I am a player. So, I just thought I'd get down and get involved with the club. Obviously, a few of my mates play, and then you get involved in the social functions and so on and so on. And yeah, Liam asked me to come on, so happy to be here with you.
0: A long time fan, probably the number one supporter of the Dragons over the last couple of years. So uh,
1: one Armalentus has that role, <laughs> but ha- happy to be number two. Yeah,
0: oh, it's it's a dream team, come by <laughs> that. <laughs> Um, Anyway, so you're studying journalism, is that correct?
1: I am, yeah, journalism student. So that's why Liam said he respected my analytical side. But I think that's a bit of an overblowing of my journalistic skills. And I don't think they'll be... That's a muscle I'll use too much here on the Dragon's Lair, <laughs> but happy to be here.
0: Oh, it's good to have someone with a bit of knowledge behind them anyway.
1: I uh, wouldn't go that far.
0: <laughs> um, well, it's good to be back here on the Dragon's Lair. We're actually known as the Retrovision Dragon's Lair this year. So we um, big thanks to Carl and the team from Retrovision for sponsoring us for this season. He's sorted us out with some new equipment that's on its way at the moment. And um, we're really excited to sort of get into it with hopefully a little bit more polish and sound quality than last year.
1: Obviously, Retrovision, great supporters of the club when I was growing up. The Western Warriors were the Retrovision Warriors. And so it's just a dream come true to have Retrovision (laughs) on board as a sponsor.
0: It was one of those ones where I always just associated Retrovision with the Warriors. So hopefully in a couple of years' time. I just have a
1: burned-in image of like Marcus North, maybe (laughs) 100, just burned in my
0: head. It's unreal. Um, Yeah, so thanks to Retrovision for coming on and helping us out with uh, some new audio equipment.
1: RV
2: Solutions is proud to be a sponsor of the Willis and Dragons for another year. RV Solutions are the exclusive WA distributor of Wonderland RV and Pro RV caravans and are Australia's leading food van builder. Conveniently located in Rockingham, they are a family owned business that understands the individual needs of every caravan traveller, shown by over 100 5 star Google reviews. Need a caravan service? Mention WDCC when you book in and get a free external van wash. RV Solutions. Caravan sales, spares and repairs. Thanks to RV Solutions for their ongoing support of the Williton Dragons.
0: Alrighty, so obviously it's the first episode of the season. We wanted to talk about a little bit the pre-season and how we went and what we got up to. There's been a few changes in the off-season, both in the coaching and the players. Camo, did you want to have a little bit of a chat about that?
1: Well, I think me and you were a bit underqualified to discuss it (laughs) because I'm not involved in a playing capacity and... From your own perspective apparently haven't been to that many sessions
0: (laughs) i couldn't tell you who's new and who's not actually but um obviously in the playing department we've got sort of zach ferris has come across from Fremantle district career club which is great addition to the club
1: big recruit both in the physical sense and the metaphorical sense Uh, it's,
0: it's it's only been a matter of time since he actually came across i feel like i mean he's been friends with ollie and isaac for years and We've been pushing for him to come.
1: There was work happening there a long time.
0: Absolutely. Um, and we've also had a bit of a change to the uh, coaching structures. So this year, obviously, we we have Joe Swan once again as the A grade coach who did a great job last year. Uh, but we've had Jarrah, Aaron Harwood, the uh, longtime servant of the Willerton District Cricket Club, change his role to more of a director of cricket across the entire senior group sort of thing. Um, rather than sticking with the second grade like he did l- last year. So that's good to see. Uh, sort of, I think a bit of development across the group there with having someone to oversee it all rather than just the individual grade coaches. It's also good to have uh, Greg Hill Hilly back involved in the lower grades and the threes and fours um, as he is obviously awesome, exper- um, awesome experience, awesome experienced bloke to have around to help out all the youth. Um, we've also got Matt Johnston back into the fold this year as a batting coach, which is, it's again, really good to have someone with that experience. Unbelievable to
1: have Matt Johnston back. Um, I was at the awards or whatever you'd call it last year, and he was inducted into the hall of fame. So Mm. obviously had a bit of a storied career with WA and might've even played with Tasmania or the Hurricanes or something like that as well. So obviously a lot of experience and great to have him back. He
0: would have been a strong feature back in the Retrovision Western (laughs) Warriors shirt, I reckon, back in the day. Um, But yeah, it's been a really good preseason from all reports of everyone that's actually been there. From all reports? Were you not involved? No, I think, and it (laughs) definitely showed on Saturday when I rocked up onto (laughs) the first game that I hadn't gone much running. But um, Liam, did you want to uh, talk us through a little bit about sort of what's been happening on Saturday morning?
2: Uh, yeah. So the Saturday mornings were sort of our, um, fitness mornings. Um, we got lucky to have, um, Wes, uh, Salisbury from, he's worked at East Fremantle, um, football club and he's worked with the, um, West coast women's as well. So he just, when he got him on board, obviously a contact through East Perth. So he worked us pretty hard through the, um, the Saturday sessions, a lot of people, um, pretty fit and, um, uh, yeah, so obviously the boys were working really hard, and some some fit some fit boys who came back, obviously Blaz and was looking good, and then um, a few of the, the strong, normal strong contenders in in Bondi and um, in, in Isaac and those sort of fellas. So, yeah, yeah no, nah, it was good. It was good.
1: From my own perspective, those Saturday morning sessions were the bane of my existence for a while. Because <laughs> middle of winter, it's freezing cold. Come on, let's mm-hmm. go to the pub, watch the footy, and you ask yep. all your mates who are playing, they say, no, nah, we've got this big session tomorrow. So, <laughs> gee, I hope the boys make some runs and take some poles this year <laughs> yep. because you can't get those moments back. Yep. But in all seriousness, it's good to... Have a group
0: of fit boys. Hmm. That uh, that picture that was posted on the on the socials a few weeks back, with all the fellas and their budgies with their rigs yeah. out. That was the one Saturday morning I had off work this winter, and I was like literally fifteen minutes away from going. No, I'll pop down. I'll yeah, go to the there's beach. There was
1: a bit of rig envy happening there. I yeah. think from my perspective, <laughs>
0: it wouldn't have been a good look. I would have dragged that photo down. I think I would have probably been the only bloke with my shirt on if, uh, <laughs> if I'd been there. <laughs> No, I think um, new
2: boy to the club, Zach Ferris,
0: actually had his shirt on. Oh, classic. Yeah, <sighs> shocking. That's unfortunate. That's uh, yeah. all right. We can, we can live with that, Fez. He's yeah, okay. He's got a decent ring it. Uh so. But yeah, it's been a really strong pre-season. Um, everyone involved at the club said it's been awesome to see the commitment from the fellas. Um, I think Hard said it was the fittest and most hardworking senior seen a playing group at his time. Um, and you can see, I think, pretty much every every Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday now, it's a huge turnout to training. It's just obviously a lot of... Hard work coming to fruition from the preseason.
1: You obviously have that whole club culture, so it's important to get heaps down there if there's heaps of fit boys. So I believe the performances on the field should be good.
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, moving on from the preseason, which we all love, but we love to actually play cricket as well, we've got the AR Advisors round one review from the weekend. So, Camo, did you want to run us through what actually happened on the weekend? Oh,
1: I will run you through that, Bex. And if you prefer the written word, like me and maybe three other people on the face of planet <laughs> Earth, um, I've sent through an RV Solutions round review in an, a written form through to Liam, so that should be up on the website soon enough if it's not already by the time this comes out. But yeah, the round one review, thanks to AR Advisors. So we will start with the first grade. And there were two really strong teams that rocked up to Richardson Park, despite a bit of inclement weather, which we'll get to in a moment. But yeah, two really strong teams. Um, featuring for South Perth, we had Hilton Cartwright and Cameron Gannon to current state players and Alex Bevilacqua, who's been with WA and Tasmania on their lists, and then... From a dragon's perspective, we had Cameron Bancroft, Darcy and Darcy Short as well. And am I missing someone else? Nah, Aaron, was, Aaron, um, Aaron, of Aaron, course. Yeah,
2: yeah, Aaron was potential to come in and play, but um he's still recovering from a from an elbow surgery. So we're hoping he'll be back this weekend.
1: I apologize to Haas for missing him there, but yeah, I knew there was <laughs> Club a captain. Pretty, Yeah, a pretty big one I was missing there. So yeah, two really strong teams. Um probably the highlight of the early stages of the game was Zach Ferris getting a wicket on his club debut, and from all reports, the celebration was even bigger.
0: Oh, mate, he gave it massive ones. We know Fez loves, loves to, yeah, get around it in the, in the slightest of ways. But he's, he's big LBW appeal, you know, he's a big man running down the wicket. His finger's gone up he's giving it a big swing of the arm, big double fist pump. He was loving it.
1: There's some great photos of Fez that went up on the um, Instagram this afternoon as well. So that was looking good. Um, South Perth, they lost a few wickets earlier, our out right 19 and Gannon 10, so the two state players didn't necessarily cause heaps of damage, but they did recover a bit to three for 99. But a very good bowling performance from Darcy Short and Guru Dillon reduced them to 118 all out. So Darcy took three for 18 off his 9.4 overs and Guru took two for 33 off his 9 overs and young Luke Holt got a wicket as well. So I think spin to win's the lesson well, there.
0: We said it a lot last year, but it just keeps holding true, doesn't it? I mean, that's a serious bowling attack with the spin anyway of uh, Guru, who won the bowling award last year. Darcy, who's played for Australia, and then Holti, who, you know, probably will at some stage in the future.
1: So in reply, the Dragons, I was at the Waffle Grand Final checking the scores and it was sort of none (laughs) for four, none for six, none for eight. The boys were going okay and then I checked the scores the next time and it's three for 12. So we lose Isaac Malentis, Darcy Short and Blair Walsh all fairly cheaply, which was unfortunate, but from then uh, Cameron Bancroft and Shane Warnes were absolutely outstanding. Um, They put on a 113-run partnership and... I believe Cameron might have got 68 and he got LBW sort of just before a win was secured. But then Shane Wands hits a boundary to take the win home and I think he finishes 41 not out.
0: Yeah, I actually had a couple of the Willerton fellas in my um, fancy league, fancy team for the first grade. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, uh, I clearly picked pretty poorly though for the rest of them because I'm coming third last currently out of... The twenty odd people that have signed up. So is that yeah. an actual thing? This is the first I'm hearing it. No yeah, yeah. actual thing. 100%. Yeah, um,
2: I was borrowing your phone bags so and I sort of saw that. I'm like classic Bex. <laughs> can you run us through your team, sort of towards the end of the podcast? I reckon. Yeah, or I'll it, have to get it up at see. some point.
0: It might be a thing that we yeah. can maybe uh, have the listeners tell yeah, me what maybe. changes I should make. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, no, good win for the ones early doors when you you know maybe not even get a game in on the Saturday to actually get a W up first up. So awesome.
1: Yeah, so we'll jump into the threes now. Unfortunately, only the one and the threes. Got on due to a bit of inclement weather down at Richardson Park. And Cameron, you participated in this game. So can you talk us through sort of the conditions you were faced at Richo? Because I had a look at the forecast on a Tuesday and Wednesday and I thought there wouldn't be much cricket play this weekend and possibly even a rain card on Friday night.
0: I think le- me, like, like most, uh, assumed we weren't going to play cricket this weekend. Um, I actually didn't play rain card. I was very well behaved <laughs> on Friday night, but um, just sort of assumed that it wasn't going to be any cricket happening, da- David Cameron sent through a picture to our group chat of the pitch and it looked waterlogged on the Saturday <laughs> morning. And I was like, sweet, easy, not even have to worry about it. And then DC's gone, nah, it's actually real good. We'll, we'll probably bat first. And I'm I was like, DC, you've got to be taking the uh, <laughs> <here, don't> year.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of that, I will jump over to Liam because the twos and the fours were at Barranda this week. Liam, did you have to do that little sort of tradition where you go and look at a Patch of mud that's supposedly a cricket pitch, and you just pretend that a blazing sun's going to come out and dry it out, and you'll get a game of cricket in.
2: Thankfully, we got called off before I even had to leave the house, so luckily Pete sort of went to the ground and saw. Well, the wicket, was the um, apparently most of the outfield was underwater the, the day before, so there wasn't much hope. But yeah, Pete gave us the gave us the message um, before I left the home. So me and Chappy went down and helped put the covers on. But apart from that, there was there was no real thinking that we're going to play, fortunately. Well, we wanted to play, but lucky lucky it wasn't one of those days where you rock up. And yeah, as you say, waiting hours to see if some, a little bit of sun will We'll fix a puddle on the, on the pitch. So, and that was all good in that There's anything
1: cricketers love more than playing cricket? It's not playing cricket. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. those covers on Burrindo 1 have a habit of being used as a slip and slide as well, <laughs> yeah, least so. the, the
0: local hooligans <laughs> don't mind <laughs> taking them off every now and again.
1: <laughs> anyway, we'll jump into the three. He's got a bit sidetracked there. So, um, third grade had a good win. Um, South Perth win the toss and send Willerton in, probably unsurprisingly. Uh, nine for 168, the score there, from 45 overs. Um Stuart Hepburn batting at number three, probably the outstanding batter there, 44. There was a few other sort of little contributions, so nine for 168 there. And then the bowling innings, there was a few sort of early wickets. Um, Stu Hepburn took, I was just having it in front of me, three for 20 from his nine overs, so he was very good. And Bevan Hargrave took two for 20 from his nine overs. So two very good performances there. Um, regular sort of wickets, and it did look like we would have a comfortable win, but a 21-29 <laughs> run, I should say, last week of partnership caused a few nerves before my co-host camera becker said don't worry boys just jump on my back and delivered what was from all reports and unplayable toe crusher to (laughs) secure the win
0: Uh, i had to actually do something because the six overs i'd bowled before that were absolute mud and I'd run myself out for one in the batting innings. So I was really. <laughs> it did raise an
1: eyebrows and you got about a runner ball. Oh man, I
2: think I can put a bit of insight in here. So when, during the batting innings, I was sort of sitting down the threes and, and watching most of the game and Beck's just going on and on about how the boys should be running harder. And so it was, it was pretty humorous to see he being run out. I was getting pretty <laughs> angsty.
0: Yeah, D.C., Dave Cameron and Stewie Hepburn um, negotiated a pretty tough middle session. I think, you know, whenever you're sitting on the sideline, you're always sitting there going, oh, just, you know, just do this, <laughs> just do that. And i go out there and run myself out second ball. So do as I say, not as I do. Um, but yeah, no, we uh, managed to get to a half-decent score in the end, which was good.
1: Um, every bowler who bowled took a wicket, so contributions sort of across the board there. But again, Hepburn and Hargrave, the outstanding sort of bowlers. And I won't jump in front of it, but there was a Bex's best moment that did occur in this game with some <laughs> late hitting, but I'll let Cameron... Slim
0: pickings that. to pick from, but it had to come from there, I think. Um, yeah, no, it was a uh, very good win for the threes as well to get the game uh, season started, obviously no cricket in the juniors or the twos and fours.
2: The team at CY O'Connor Village Pub are very proud to be sponsors of the Williston Dragons. Even though the pub burnt down in June, they want you to know that the fire is not going to stop them and they'll be back bigger and better than ever. Committed to a full rebuild, they'll also be opening a pop-up beer garden and drive-through bottle shop, stocking all of your favourites. Including their delicious Madeluka farm beef and lamb produce. Opening soon, it's a precinct with everything you need for a great day out, post-game celebration, or supplies for an epic barbecue at home. Thanks to C. Y. O'Connor Village Pub for their ongoing support of the Willerton Dragons.
0: Alrighty, moving on through to our uh, more, uh, I suppose, significant part of the show today. We've got a few awards and uh, segments to get through. Um, starting off, we have our, well, it's a bit of a new one this year. We didn't do it last year, but we thought we would actually do a bit of a three, two, one votes each week. Um, and I think we came up with a name during the week, me and Camo, uh, of the, <laughs> the Becker Kempton medal. And, um, you yeah, know, look, we're open for new names if you want to send one in.
1: Now nah, I'm pretty happy with that
0: one. <laughs> That's definitely the clubhouse leader at the moment. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, cricket base. So, uh, three, two, one every weekend across all grades, juniors and seniors, um, and hopefully towards the end of the year, we actually get a bit of a good mix of of, of results and that sort of thing. Obviously, with just two games to pick up from this weekend, there wasn't much to choose from. Yeah,
1: that's unfortunate, but I'm sure we'll have a few contenders shooting off for of this award. What I like about it is, like, obviously, we're a whole club, ones through fours, and you know, very well. Could be a fourth grader that shoots up and wins it. We'll see how that goes.
0: It probably would have got pretty close last year with some of the fours boys sitting around all yeah, year playing true. fours. But, you know, look, we'll we'll see what ends up happening. So for this week, I've gone um, one vote for Darcy Short. Uh, obviously took three for in the A grade, had a really big role in the uh, bowling innings there. Uh, two votes for Cam Bancroft for steering us home with the bat and I think pretty self-explanatory. Three votes for Stewie Hepburn for taking three for and making 40-odd in the threes.
1: I've gone quite similar. I think there was probably two outstanding performers and then you could probably raffle the one bef- between a few. Uh, just to differentiate myself from Bex, I suppose, I've gone one for Shane Warnes. I don't think 41 not out does him probably much justice for how important that sort of innings was in partnership with Cameron Bancroft. So, yeah, 41 not out for Shane. Obviously, had a very good year last year and he started well again. Uh, two for Cameron Bancroft for me as well. Uh, he probably couldn't have a better player in the competition than <laughs> yeah. that sort of situation for Cameron. So, it was good for him. And, yeah, Stewie Hepburn was... Outstanding in the threes, 44 and three for 20. It's not a bad day on the tools.
0: Nice. So he's taken an early lead in the uh, Becca Kempton medal with six votes, four for Cameron Bancroft and one apiece for Darcy Short and Shane Warnes. I'm sure everyone will be following that with bated breath throughout the year. It's the, the one they I want to win. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep you updated with the scoreboard and uh, hopefully no one's running away with it come halfway time. Uh, so moving on, our next uh, uh, award or uh, thing to hand out this week is the CY O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week. So again, obviously small uh sample to choose from this week with only the twos and fours or three ones and threes getting on sorry um but i think it's pretty self-explanatory this week don't you camo
1: yeah it is and it is Stuart headburn and i believe we might have Stu on the line Stu, are you there
3: <laughs> yeah good day, boys i'm very good
0: thanks uh, it's good to be able to actually hear you Stu. how are you man
1: <laughs> yeah it's good have
3: you um pressed record this form
1: <laughs> <laughs> we did touch on the intro and i said we had to touch on it because our guests would Say something about it. So, Stu, I saw you on Saturday night at Dragon Pong, and I thought in that Steph Curry jersey, yeah, arms were looking huge. So your back might be a bit sore. I think your back's gonna be sore from sort of carrying the boys to a win this week. So, do you ever just wish like someone had come with you just to help you out?
3: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, it's, it's good. To obviously, have a good game, but in a in a winning team, it, it's, it's yeah, it's really good. And I mean, Bev, he bombed the house down to have, get us over the line, but I mean. It would have been nice to Vid picked up and in the beer pong afterwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you guys, um, you know, perennial contenders in the Dragon Pong, but didn't quite get it done again this year?
3: Yeah, no, not this year. Um, I mean, a good thing is about uh, a double beer pong matches, uh, it doesn't affect my undefeated (laughs)
0: single beer pong career. Stuart is notorious (laughs) for being undefeated in, uh, Dragon Pong and other (laughs) types of pong, uh, despite many people witnessing him lose. So, um, Stu, on the weekend, the threes, we obviously had a bat first when we were probably looking at bowling. Uh, what did you think of the conditions out there while we were batting?
4: Um, yeah, I was quite surprised
3: at how. Oh, how to I say it, it wasn't? Was not? It wasn't hard at all. So to say, I mean,
0: yeah, it can't be that <laughs> hard when you're making forty odd, can it?
3: I guess the scores don't reflect that, but considering the weather we had, the pitch was actually really nice. It didn't have any demons in it. I mean, to get yourself in took a took a bit of while, but yeah, once you was in it, it was um, it was really nice. And then same with the bowling. I mean, I think we sort of just tried to basically do what they did to us and just bowl tight areas, set a good field. And, um, yeah, so we got the sky blue collapse after the, <laughs> the dragon slide.
0: <laughs> it's good to see both at the same day.
1: Actually, we might've pumped yeah. up your tires a bit too much if you're saying it wasn't that hard, but just to go a bit negative, uh, the threes were the only senior grade not to make the finals last year, despite at times having a pretty imposing side on paper. So how are the boys looking to address that this year?
3: Yeah, I mean, it was disappointing the, the season we had last year. I mean, I think it was our second or third year straight missing out by like half a game or something. But um, I think the win on the weekend is, I mean, it's just testament to how good the boys performed on the weekend. And from obviously Charm's fielding and bloody mid-on to, to Bevan taking an athlete scream at the start of the day. It was, yeah, the guys just, We all did well as a team, got the win. Um, I think last season, those were the games that we lost. So I'm hoping this season, these are the games that we win and well and truly establish ourselves in the top six and play finals. Yeah, hopefully
0: have a win. Absolutely. I think we've probably got a few more senior heads around the team this year than we uh, did at times last year. So hopefully all the boys are pretty excited to get into the rest of the season. Um, Anyway, Stu, thanks for coming on again. Thanks for helping us out. Uh, Well done on the weekend and well done on your uh, CY O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week.
3: Cheers, Stu. Thanks, boys. Cheers.
0: See you later. Alrighty, so we would normally also have a Muleman's Junior Player of the Week. However, we uh, don't, uh, we, there were no juniors to play on the weekend. So I could pick one out if you want, but I mean, it'd be a bit a bit pointless.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there are rumours that this Muleman's Junior Player of the Week will get a voucher to Muleman's. And we all remember being junior cricketers and of varying ability, I might add, <laughs> and going to Muleman's was just like Christmas, so Honestly. that's an unbelievable award. So it's going to be... Hopefully a few extra might have added juniors. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think they'll be pretty stoked when that comes out. But yeah, hopefully we can get some junior cricket in this weekend and actually uh, give one of them out for next year, next week. Sorry. Um, Obviously we're going to move on to the most important and the most requested segment of Dragon's Lair history. According uh, to camera, Becca. According to everyone's <laughs> camera, we've had, I've had multiple people come up to me and say, oh, I want to be Bex's best. And I've replied to them, each one, well, you've got to do something. <laughs> <then."> <laughs> yeah, I've I've had people coming up to me say, why haven't I been on the podcast yet? It's like, well, mate, yeah, take some wickets. We'll get you on.
1: I think that question needs to be framed the other way around. We have people coming up asking, why are we on the podcast?
0: So. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we decided to make it so that that's, what, <laughs> that's why. Um, but anyway, this week, Bex's best. Uh, yeah, pretty small sample to choose from. Didn't have many choices, but. Uh, I went for a bit of a left field one with Arnav Pimple. He's come in at number 11 where we've have, we've been rescued from a pretty average position. And um, yeah, you know when the number 11 comes out and sort of everyone's on the sideline, you know, half getting ready to bowl, half ready, half watching the game. Last ball of the innings, Arnie's come up and just absolutely whacked one over wide mid-wicket for six. And we have lost our plot. It, we were nuts on the sideline.
1: It's a demoralising game in the best times of times cricket, but that... When you sort of know that somebody might not be renowned for their batting, <laughs> just hit a bomb against you and the sort of batting team goes off in the sheds. So it's not a great moment <laughs> to be a fielder.
0: They're walking off and everyone's massive smiles on their face, <laughs> high fives. You know, we just made 160, so not, not the well, greatest
1: score. I would say it's a game of momentum, Bex, but then you came out and sprayed the ball all over the place. <laughs> so I don't
0: know about that. I ruined anything we had coming <laughs> out of the break, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't have pimple, hitting a bomb, last ball innings. I wouldn't uh, well I'm assuming it's his first six in a while. I'm not going to say that outright, but I'll check with him this afternoon. That's Bex's best for this week.
1: Uh, so Bex, we'll jump into some predictions. If you're ready to go, let's kick off with you. So we are going to put numbers on these predictions, but <laughs> Bex, what do you, what do you think will happen this weekend?
0: Uh, so my call for this weekend um, is I'm back in our second grade youth to, to do really well. So we've got, we had three named over the weekend with a couple of late changes but we had ethan smith jack chapman and shawnee boars to uh in the two so i'm backing them to combine for 100 or more runs this week
1: yeah just for me i think it's good to have youth playing at the club and playing regularly so that's a good prediction for you mm. uh for me cameron we had this weekend isaac malentis darcy short and blair walsh all missed out unfortunately as part of that early collapse but they're three pretty good players and i don't reckon that'll happen too often so I suppose the number I'll put on it is let's go 125 runs between those three, assuming like Darcy it. is available, and I'm expecting a big score from one of them. They're too good to miss out twice. Those blokes would have never done that in their lives.
0: I like it. I like it. We'll try and actually keep track of how many predictions we've got right this year. But if it's anything like last year, it'll be zero, one, one by the end of the year.
2: Retrusion is one of the leading electrical and appliance retailers in Australia. Boasting 17 WA stores, together with their easy-to-use online store, Retrovision has made electrical and appliance shopping easy and affordable for everyone. Offering the best brands and the latest technology, you'll discover all the electrical stuff you love, from small appliances and white goods for your kitchen and laundry, to top brand TV and audio. You'll even find the very latest in IT from the world's best brands for school, work and play. Thanks to Retrovision for their ongoing support of the Williton Dragons.
0: Alrighty, so we are very lucky to have been joined by another one of our guests again uh, today. Uh, we a second time or third time technically <laughs> on the pod, if we include last year. Will Rhodes, the captain of the Warwickshire Bears has joined us. How are you today, Will?
2: Here it is, There we yeah, go. Yeah. We got him. There we go.
0: We have been having some more technical difficulties. So, could you imagine, Will? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> shocking. But thank you again for giving us uh, your time uh, for a second day running. Um, obviously, we introduced you to Camo yesterday, but he's here again today.
1: Good I, Will? How are
5: you going, boys?
0: Right? Yeah. Very another very another good day thanks, of recovery
5: mate.
2: for you, Will. So we reckon you might sound up <today>.
5: I tell you what, I'm looking fresh now, and
0: I'm looking fresh after two days <laughs> off the <this. laughs> <laughs> Tuesday morning's always the best one of the week, I reckon. Um, so, Rosie, obviously, off, fresh off winning the county championship and the Bob Willis Trophy, I've, I've got my head around it now, and I understand what the difference is. Um, obviously, you made 156 in the Bob Willis Trophy final. Which, which one of those do you reckon is obviously the more important one to win, or the or the more satisfying one to win, I suppose.
5: Uh, Oh, probably the the championship, mate. I think that's the one with obviously the most history. That's the one that, you know, every domestic cricketer in England wants to win. You know, even even some of the England boys still want to win it. So um, there's been a lot of great cricketers in England who haven't won it. And uh, obviously to see you've won it is a a great achievement for
0: us.
1: 100%. Uh, So, Will, it's your first full season of captain, We're led to believe here. And you've obviously had a bloody successful year winning a couple of trophies and making the final... Of the vitality blast or might be the finals even i'm not totally across that so is it good to have success from that sort of perspective when you're leading the boys
5: yeah 100 it's obviously nice to, to win games it's better than finishing bottom of a of a ladder and, and not making any finals so um you know we're obviously going in the right direction it's you know we've got an ever-improving side an ever improving squad and, and some very very good players um you know obviously when you when you get to these stages there games you want to play and it's just like you boys over there getting to getting to the finals and getting into the top six over there, you know that's the, that's the time of the season you want to play in and and
0: uh, keep your season going. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, obviously we've sort of yeah the the home of cricket has been discussed a fair bit both ways. Um, yeah, you've played at both of them, both Lords and Barinder. <laughs> which, which one would you say you prefer playing at a little bit more?
5: Oh, mate, both have a have a great place in my heart. You know that. You know that <laughs> best. Um, you know, Dragon Park One obviously is, is is the true home of cricket in Australia for me. <laughs> uh, obviously Lords is um, Lords is, is just unique and very special. It's it's one of them where you look forward to going every single time. Um, and obviously it's exactly the same for me when I come out for a winter, looking forward to playing at Dragon Park. It's uh that's the way to be. So I oh, look very, very special, but I, I reckon Lord's probably just about Pips, I
1: reckon. So uh speaking of you coming out for a winter, will we have just sort of looking at opening up our borders here and it's slow progress, but it is eventually happening. Are we any chance of seeing you back at Barranda 1, the home of cricket in Dragons Colours again, anytime soon?
5: Oh, I hope so, mate. I do hope so. After, after waking up on Saturday morning and seeing the, seeing the ones and threes fly home, um, you know, as an unbeaten start, it obviously gets me going. and gets me excited. Um, I'd love to come back. I think it probably will be this year. Um and I don't think it'll be for a full winter. I think it might just be for a month or or six weeks if I can get it, um, you know, get it sanctioned off. Then that'd be great. Um, and obviously the borders are a bit of an issue, but I'll uh, oh, look. <laughs> so- I'd love to come back. I've still, still got my still got my dragon's kit in the top drawer of my of my wardrobe, so I'll uh, I'll bring that over with me and my cap. I think is still on my where it was before we. Started to move out and sell some so I don't think prospective buyers want to, to see <laughs> a baggy blue bullet and knocking around on my cupboard. So we'll, uh, that, that's that's in a safe That's what you totally
0: worry. We'll have to get hard to uh send out one of these new caps that we've got made. Uh, they're a little little circuit number that you might uh, enjoy wearing. Um, I'm, I think he's got a few spares left at this stage. <laughs> Roger, just one
2: last question for you, mate. So uh, I've I've noticed I've been doing a bit of cricket badgering, obviously, as as uh, many people know. I, I tend to do from time to time. That you were on a uh, Warwickshire cricket podcast. Just did the um first episode of the Dragons Lair podcast. First time you're on, sort of prepare you for that. And how did you rate? What what's your favorite 100%. podcast? What's your favorite podcast? Uh,
5: oh mate, Whenever you know this, whenever I come on this this one and see Bex's long locks there, I get, get excited <laughs> every single time. So. Uh, <laughs> got gotta be this one, Nick. Gotta be this one. So, oh look, the Dragons' wear is very special. I'm very honoured to be on the on the first one of the new series. As you know, I'm an avid listener, it gets me going on a winter's morning, and I can listen to it on, on my way to work. So, very happy to be on on the first episode.
0: Well, hopefully, the production quality is nice and uh, high quality for you this year. Um, I just obviously with this year, you sort of pretty much did all you could on the county scene. Um, what what are the aims for the club next year for Warwickshire and, and yourself as well?
5: Uh, I think on a, on a team point of view, look to, to try and defend a title is is pretty big. That's that's one thing we certainly want to do. Um, you know, I think some people will probably say it might have been a bit of a fluke this year because we were so bad for a couple of years. But um, to go out and defend something would be pretty nice. And then you know to kick on and, and win a white ball title would, would also be nice in, in the next couple of years. So that's a, a team point of view. Obviously, personal point of view is to just keep knocking on the door of, of future honours and, and further honours and. And I guess performances and winning championships can
1: do that. Hey, Will, I might. I would normally would ask you in that sort of Warwickshire team who are the prospective England players, but I think a better question is who are the prospective sort of future Dragons in that outfit? And can you work on some of them to get them out of here? That's a great question. Man,
5: that is a great question. I've already I've already had a couple of conversations with a couple of the young lads who are at university and finishing in the next couple of years. Um, I guess a big one who I was trying to line up if there was no COVID was Rob Yates. You might have heard of him. I think he'll be on a Lions all this year. Um, I think he would go pretty well at Burenda. Um, and then there's a couple of other young lads who, who played on England under 19s who, you know, I'm selling the dream of Perth to, you know, <laughs> Beach, you know a bit of, of Leaderville, you know, on a Saturday night. A bit of indoor soccer. Yeah. If, uh, they're not as good as me, mate, so you'll probably have to leave them out. <laughs> oh, so, uh, well, we don't want them then. We don't beautiful.
0: want
5: them. <laughs> no, no, you need a good football player. So um, oh, look, I think uh, I think there's a couple who are keen and, and obviously when the board is open, then, you know, true chats can, can really start.
0: Absolutely. Well, there's definitely worse places to spend your summer than Perth. So I reckon you can attest to that. Um Look, mate. Um, thanks for coming on again. Appreciate you giving up your time. I'm sure we'll get you on again at some stage, uh, this year. Um, where you're probably one of our favourite guests and definitely our best reoccurring guest. So, thanks for giving up your time again today, mate.
1: Thanks, Will. Cheers,
5: boys. grit See ya. Good luck to the drags this year. Um, I will be watching.
0: Cheers. Have a Cheers, good one, Rosie. Time, Alrighty, so thank you very much again to Will Rhodes for coming on.
1: Looking forward to speaking to Will again tomorrow when we find out this <laughs> podcast. <and report. laughs> yeah. He's bloody unbelievable to give us his time twice.
0: We should just send him through the questions and have him record his <laughs> answers and that way he, he can be done. Oh, we
1: probably <laughs> deleted it or something. We'd find a way to <laughs> yeah. mess that up.
0: Um, so moving on, we had our first social event for the year on Saturday night. It's, uh, it's a crowd favourite, Dragon Pong. It went really well again, I think. Um, You were down there for the first time this year, Kemo?
1: I was there on debut. Uh, Me and Isaac's team probably didn't perform too strongly, one for two in the group stages and an exit in a sudden death sort of shootout that was hastily arranged (laughs) by our own Cameron Becker.
0: Uh, Look, yeah, it was – I mean, we had 14 teams. Well, to begin with, we had 12, easy. Then we had a 13th join, made it tough. Then luckily we had – new drags uh or new dragon accomp- accompaniment down to the club What's Grace dragon? Dragon? yeah well i was gonna say drags wags but that, <laughs> that's i'm um, no, not, not a fan of that term yeah they, don't want like the
1: drag wag <laughs> uh, i just think the term wags a bit outdated mate to be honest okay. fair yeah.
0: enough. um so yeah grace and uh katie holt uh stepped in to fill up mm. to make it even teams one well, more games than you and uh then harry they did you yeah and me and harry were the only ones that went zero from three in the group stages
1: i don't think performance is is as important as costumes. So I know we're sort of operating on an audio medium, but <laughs> Cameron Becker, my co host. Um, Cameron, do you want to just talk your way through your outfit? Then I'll jump in.
0: Uh, it was me and Harry uh, were racking our brains trying to think of something good, and we ended up coming up with Steve Irwin. So we had some very short khaki shorts and a couple of inflatable crocodiles with us.
1: When you say very short, like, Imagine the shortest possible shorts that you, th- you would theoretically see someone wearing, and take about three <laughs> centimeters off them. Form fitting, <laughs> form fitting to say the least, and you're in the ballpark yeah. there. So the winners of the dragon pong were um, Ollie Arkansas and Calen Bond, Cat uh, and Keg, I think. kegan Cat, and Cat.
0: Yeah,
2: boys, well, I've actually got some audio from the from the walk-in. Do we do we do we want to give the listeners a little taste into what uh, the energy I think was like?
1: We might have some copyright issues with drake chasing us up in terms oh, of the like, song
0: I mean, well we, we're not here for monetary reasons we're so.
1: we oh, no. we we drake's listening so let's, yeah. let's give him a little taste
0: now i believe this is oh this
2: is the these are the people not favorites yeah blair and uh blair and chappy but let's go to the people's favorites a bit more cheering in that one so let's let's go into there Good, uh, good work on nice the intro mic. Work. Yeah, yeah, good work. <laughs> <laughs> got, got on the second go.
0: <laughs> you could probably
1: put this one under the good radio. <laughs> yeah, it's, I feel like we're missing a picture here. Yeah, but
2: very good. Yeah, we can potentially chuck it on the video. So, um, yeah, that, that'll do for that.
0: And we, anyway, we had a great day, a great night. Um, Callum Bond and Ollie Arkenstall took it out over Jack Chapman and Blair Walsh in the end.
1: I must say it was quite disappointing that those two won because they claimed their outfits were quote-unquote circuit kit.
0: Oh, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. He, he, Ollie picked me out at the start of the night. And he was like, you're going to hate us tonight. And I was like, why? We're not dressing up. I was fuming.
1: You, you can dress up once.
0: Yeah, just give it – it's classic Ollie. You know, it doesn't, doesn't want to look like he's carrying too much, but then is stoked to get the W in the end.
1: Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on the specifics here, but I think there was some sort of trick shot redemption or something that might have saved them from the brink or something. You yeah, that?
0: there was a couple um, – there was oh, – mate, there was so much action all night that I can't remember the specifics. <laughs> um, That's but, why, so yeah, much action. So much action. Um, but, yeah, they, they, they hit some trick shots and definitely had a couple of redemptions because Chappie and Blair were on fire early doors. Um, so, I don't know. I, I wasn't sure who I was going for at the end there.
1: If there was a best on sort of costume, who do you think's up there? Oh, I mean, me
0: and Harry, obviously. Yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I'm trying, trying to think. I mean, the the crowd favourites early doors were Brett Bailey and Matt Hanna and uh, I think them wearing Darcy shorts um, – hit from the Vitality blast. Yeah, the word,
1: the word form-fitting seems to be a recurring thing <laughs> in, this, yeah. in this
0: discussion. <laughs> just slightly too small. But yeah, they were the fan favorites. They weren't happy with my adjudications
1: at times, but they, I think they got over it in the end. So I believe we may have our third guest of the podcast joining us in Lincoln Joy. Uh, Lincoln is representing the Bremer Bay Resort. who have just jumped on as a sponsor and we're very glad to have them. Are you there, Lincoln?
4: Yeah, Josh,
1: how are you going, mate? I'm good, good mate,
0: here. got Bex here with me as well. G'day Link, how are you mate? Cameron, yeah,
4: well thanks mate, how
0: are you? Oh, I'm having a great day, especially getting cool. to chat to you again, mate. <laughs> oh, no worries
4: mate, good
0: to be here, thanks for having me on. No worries, well um, thanks for obviously coming on as a sponsor, so you're, you're new to the club well last year, and um, obviously been around for a little bit now, what, uh, tell us a little bit about, about Bremer Bay Resort and what do you guys do?
4: Uh, yeah, well, it's not all me, mate. It's my, my family. Um, we've uh, we've had a business down in Bremer since probably 2003. We have a um, kind of a, a restaurant, cafe, and mainly a pub kind of kind of thing. A lot of people probably are, are familiar with Bremer, but um yeah, we've got a nice little fossil world down there, and um, yeah, have been pretty lucky, mate. So yeah, that's pretty much um, where we're coming from.
1: Uh, Lincoln, just tell us a bit about Bremer and sort of where it's at and what are the sort of attractions?
4: Yeah, it's about 180 k's uh, east of Albany, probably an hour and a half drive, um, from Perth, probably about five and a half hours, so it's, it's not that close, mate, but it's worth it when you get down there. There's, um, there's a lot to do, there's a lot of on offer, lots of beautiful beaches, and um, people are lovely, and um, orca tours, and all the rest of it, and it's just a beautiful part of the world, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I can personally attest to the quality of the beaches, the squeakiest sand and the, the bluest uh, water I've, I've definitely experienced, very, very
0: good. Um, yeah, what are, sure. what are some ways that, uh, our members and our, our, supporters can support you guys down there?
4: Um, just getting the name out, mate. That's what we're trying to really do, I suppose. Um, I've heard some wishes of some um, end of season, um, cricket trips maybe planned wow. down there, which would be, be nice. You'd probably just give us all the money straight back. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just, um, just a bit of word of mouth, mate. It's a real local feel down there and, um, if you, just with all the COVID and stuff, if... If you ever ever want to go down there, it's a beautiful place. We'll be, we'll be friendly and um, yeah, okay. not much else to say, I don't
1: think. Lincoln, I'm sure a few of our listeners and a few people around the club are familiar with Brahma because I've never been there by myself. But from all reports, New Year's down there absolutely goes off. So how are the sort of preparations for that coming up?
4: Yeah, mate, it's a big big thing planned this year. Um, yeah, always always a good sellout crowd there, mate. There'll be heaps of people, heaps of fun. This year it's going to be extra special. Um, Got some big things to be announced in the coming couple of months, but um, yeah, get in early, get your tickets when they come out. They're going to sell out, and um, yeah, it'll be a huge night. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, if you're looking for something different to do on New Year's, definitely, get definitely a good experiences with some friends or with some family. mate. Yeah, should be should be good this year.
0: I like it. Um, so what? Where can now? Where can our members and supporters and and listeners go to find these announcements? And where can we find some Bremer Bay contacts?
4: Uh, yeah, mate old um old Mel's pretty good on the on the socials. Um at Burma Bay Resort on Instagram. She um she loves it. On the Facebook page as well, but yeah, she loves a chat so you'll be able to get the number um for the pub from either of those and yeah, she's always good for a chat and just say hello. But yeah, either of those probably give us a follow. Um little plug there, but yeah. <laughs> Um yeah, look forward to uh, seeing anyone come down. One sure. of the great
0: Dragons Lair supporters, uh Mel. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. She's Shout one of, she's number one yep. listener. And um, yeah, there <laughs> She'll will be. be... Good
4: right so, yeah. Yeah. day yeah, so... to, to Mum. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, thanks to um, thanks to Mel and, and some stuff will be going on the socials over the next couple of days. So we, we look forward to that. Uh awesome. thanks for joining us
1: want to link Yeah, thanks to the Broma Bay Resort as well for jumping on board as a sponsor. no nah, not a problem.
4: She's having me on. We'll see you later.
0: Catch a link. Thanks, mate. Alrighty, righty, so we've managed to get through all our guests, which is a good effort uh, with minimal disruptions and minimal uh, technical difficulties today. Um, our last
1: <laughs> thing. <laughs> minimal technical minimal, difficulties. Minimal, yeah. In Must our world. What? I think Liam's big thing was that he wanted to edit the podcast. There's going to be some It's going to be a bit content. of editing. <laughs> last yeah.
2: night's went so well, I wouldn't have had to edit it at all. <laughs>
0: Today, a bit of work, but overall it, it's, yeah, it's still come out well. we'll Fingers get crossed it's recording. Um, so our last thing, uh, it's a big one, is the Wilton District Cricket Club Pitch Fund. So we've, um, we're looking at getting a new wicket out on Byron Dahl 1, which I, yeah you know, I think it's fine out there. But a lot of people <laughs> over the years have, have made mention that there could be improvements on it.
1: Yeah, it's. Look, in my I've have watched my sort of share at cricket on Bar Under One, and it almost can be a different sort of sport at times. <laughs> like if you enjoy sort of stump to stump and out in front of the wicket, then it's what you're after. But look, I mean, it's a good facility, and we're happy to have it. But I think it is probably due for an upgrade, and that's what the club's looking at doing. Yeah.
0: Um. So basically, we have to try and raise 150 grand, uh, to to get this done. Uh, we're having a lot of support from sort of like other governments, um, the council, and. Uh, organizations like that that are helping us get there. But basically any little bit can help from our listeners, from our club members, from our supporters. Um, yeah, anything at all that you can give in will help.
1: It all goes a long way. So keep an eye out for um, maybe like our first graders taking those Freddo frog boxes around and going door knocking yeah. and selling them or something <laughs> like that. We'll find some creative ways because it is a lot of money, but we're hoping to raise it.
0: No, nah, well, we've got yeah a few things in the works in terms of fundraising, um, yeah, even little things on a Thursday night. We get some get some fun games being played and we managed to get a $25 donation from Thursday night just gone towards the pitch funds. So it's only going to take a few more of them. That's <laughs> to it, that's
1: get it. It. It's a couple of blades of grass, so yeah. we're off to a
0: good start. We've got, we've got a square centimetre of uh, <laughs> turf at this point. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll be pu- plugging this throughout the year. We'll be doing a few different things, to try and get some money, but if you've got any ideas as well on how to, uh, raise some funds or maybe someone to get into contact with, please let us know and any little bit will help us towards that goal.
1: And we're not just putting our hands out here, Bex. The uh, club has announced that they will be contributing some funds towards, uh, getting a new wicket on Burr one. And I have a statement from the club, which reads. After 30 years of service, the board have acknowledged that the time has come to replace the Burrindale 1 centre wicket. The former World Series wicket has seen some of Williton's greatest players grace its surface, but the time has come for a new wicket for a new generation of dragons.
0: Yeah. um, And. Yeah, obviously that's, it's a really good statement from the board and it's good to have the sort of support from them coming um, for the players and the supporters as well. So any donations that you want uh, to make can be made by going to the www.wdcc.net.au forward slash center wicket fund. And there's a couple of different ways you can donate on there and it gives you all the information you need.
1: Yeah, so grateful for any support there.
0: Alrighty, well, that is all we have time for today, Kemo. So thank you very much for joining me on Episode 1 of Season 2 of the Retrovision Dragon's Lair.
1: I won't go too long because Liam frantically gave me a wrap-up yesterday. So thanks, Bex and if you've made it to this point, thanks for listening.
0: No, nah, I appreciate your work, Kemo, and uh, we'll see you Wednesday.